This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to another episode of HFC Chat. Today's episode is going to be relatively short as it is more of a preview as we look ahead to Saturday's game against Ebbsfleet United. Uh, but we also do look take a look back on the last two results away to Solihull Moors and Boreham Wood with a huge win coming at Solihull on Tuesday night. The winner from Aidan Keener in the 86th minute sending the awayans into raptures and putting pools level on points with 6th place and just sitting outside the playoff positions on goal difference heading into this weekend. We also picked up a crucial point against Boreham Wood last weekend with the goal coming in the 46th minute from Jimmy Toure with a vital penalty save from Ben Killip coming later on in the clash. So I've got Mark Carroll on again just to give us some insight into the last two games for pools and also to look ahead to Saturday. Thanks for coming on again Mark. Um, can I have your summary of the weekend's performance and your man of the match? Hey Jack, yes. So I would say that the Boreham Wood performance went off our best. Mm. Um, well, it was good to see, you know, show that resilience to get a, to grind out a point. You know, it's that, those sort of games that we've struggled with, even just going back to the start of the season. You know, yeah. the sort of games where we struggled. So it was a it was a good resilient performance. We had a little bit of good fortune and luck that you need and you get when you sort of you know you, you're getting positive results with mm. the um, with the hitting the hitting the woodwork and Ben Killer pulling off a. You know, okay, it wasn't the best penalty when you see it, but he's still, you know, it's one of those you have, you know, you have to guess the right way. Yeah. Um, so that was a that was a, a good penalty save by him. Um, Jimmy Tourer, thankfully, got a got himself back on the score sheet, and mm. it was. I think anybody before that game, you probably would have took, you know, a point before that game. I yeah. Think, you know, that would have been a fair return. Um, from that game, it was. I say there was a lot of performances that were okay. Um, Someone like uh, 
so like a McCall, you know, um, McCauley at the uh, right yeah, back. So yeah. Them, I thought had a, had a decent game because it really wasn't a game, you know, like Molyneux. We didn't have the best of games. There was mm. a lot of that. It was a, it was a lot of sort of average performances. But it's encouraging we got a draw out of that game. Yeah, definitely. I mean. I think it'll have done Killip's confidence the world of good to be able to save a penalty. Um, as yeah. you said, I've seen it as well. It wasn't the most amazing penalty, but it'll do his confidence good. He's got an England C call up um, in midweek, so that'll be even better. And then it's good to see Jimmy scoring again. I mean, he hasn't been his, himself, has he, um, at all no. recently. So hopefully he'll be able to kick on now and in this really crucial part of the season, he'll be able yeah. to take it and take his chances more and hopefully contribute with a few goals. Yeah, I mean, Killip's kept, well, I think it's three clean sheets. In the four games he's come back, he's had mm. three clean sheets. So, mm. as you say, it'll, it'll help his confidence, no doubt. And Toure, yeah, he's just, you've got you've got to play him. He's just one of those frustrating players. I think sometimes he doesn't know what he's going to do himself. Mm. Um, you know, he, he, he wants to try and sort of sometimes do too much, but that's, you know, that's just one of those sort of things you've got to, you've got to sort of put up with, you've got to understand that, you know, he's one of those sort of straight players, but when he's on song, you know, he's a, he's a real asset to the team. Oh yeah, 100%. Thanks for that goal, that goal at Boreham Wood, hopefully now we'll, you know, give him a bit more confidence in front of goal, because, you know, we, we could do with him, you know, get a little run again. Mm. No, definitely. And then we, then we moved on to Tuesday's, I think that after the draw, it was a must. It was a must-win game, really. And uh, the lads delivered the goods. Aidan Keener scoring in the 86th minute, um, sending the away end into raptures. Could you just give us another summary of that? And uh, again, you're a man of the match, if that's possible. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the sort of the game itself. It wasn't a, a classic game, um, but it was good to see us. You know, I thought the first half we were the better team. Second, the first half, and. The good thing again, the theme we're seeing is we played at a high intensity. Mm. We start the first half quick, um, and you know we, we dealt with most of what um, Solihull had to offer, but mm. not as direct a team as um, they were under Tim Flowers. Yeah. They still, you know, still got that side of the game to them. Mm. But we didn't look overawed. We, you know, we were certainly, you know, we certainly held our own against them mm. and, and, and had a lot of possession. Um, so, so the first half, yeah. You know, half-time, I'm thinking, we're very much in this. You know, we're not yeah. holding on, we're not under the cosh. Um, in the second half, the positive thing there is we had a spell of maybe just a 15-minute spell where Solihull started to get a bit of momentum going, mm. put us on the back foot, and didn't really create a, a lot. There was, like, balls flashing across the box. The one real chance I had is where you've seen it hit the post and come out. Yeah. And the follow-up was put wide. That was sort of the only heart-in-the-mouth moment Mm. you had in the game mm. um, but the good thing from, the good thing I saw is, is Tolman making positive changes yes. you know yeah. he takes he takes Harker off and he puts on um, you know he puts he puts on Tillery in the central yeah. Role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Ork Josh Ork comes on and then he then he takes sort of Tillery off and you see Shelton going off and you see Houlihan and Keener come on so yeah. he was really sort of pushing attacking players on you know, mm-hmm. to try and go for that win because I think, like you said, I think you said today that's as, you said that's as close as a must-win game as you can probably get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, looking at looking at Solihull above us and Boreham Wood get a draw again on Tuesday. Yeah, um, man of the match. We, you know, we spoke about him. The man might play Featherstone. Yeah, I think was man of the match. It was yeah. a real game where he he controlled the tempo of the game for us. You know, 
he, he, he did make us tick in that game. You know, mm. you've seen the, the ball for the goal he played over. You know, oh yeah, that unbelievable. Was, uh, that was that was a great ball, and he was looking to do that all night. And he just seems he really is a a different type of player now. You know, yeah, he's, 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 there's a big change in him. So definitely, he was the man of the match, and I think I think Keenan may, may have pushed his you know claims not just for the goal, but you know the impact he made when he came on. Yeah, I think I think you know he's pushing hard because he's a different him and Harker are different types of strikers, and mm. I suppose it just depends on what you the opposition you're coming across how yeah. they are. Yeah, um, and it might be in Charles mind, you know, not too many changes, but maybe maybe one or two just to freshen it up. Yeah, because they've, they've put a they've put a, a big shift in both games mm. um, to get the four points. Um, Yeah, I mean, touching on two things he said there. Firstly, with Challoner, positive substitutions. He said in his um, post-match interviews, talking about how he wanted to, he couldn't take that draw. He, he needed to gamble. He needed to keep pushing and, and go for that win. And that's something we haven't really seen from managers um, when we've been playing in these types of games in the recent past. They've been more settled for the draw, and you don't want to chuck that lead away, but. What I liked, although it's a, maybe a little bit risky, Challenger's just gone for it. He's got nothing to lose. He just wants to get as many points as possible and try and get that that goal. Um, yeah. And then, and then when you were talking about Keener, uh, he he said again in his post match, he, want, he he's pushing the competition in the squad for strikers. Obviously, Rob Harker's coming from Burnley, and there's competition there now, and he he's wanting to be better and push Harker onto the bench as he actually said at the end of the interview and I think that's just really healthy to have at the club now definitely and I think it was interesting to have to give a Harker that when that cross came in from McCauley there was, there was no the sort of strike he wanted on the end of it than Keener because mm. he knows he's sort of like a, he's more of a fox in the box that he's yeah. got across the defenders you know he, he, gets, he gets in that area um, to finish um, so that's a, that's 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 a good sort of um, Going forward for us, mm. but 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 definitely, yeah. As I was saying, we've got that competition, and like you say, I think looking at the games, we're in a situation now, and especially you're playing the teams that are above you, you you've got to you've got to go for the win yeah. because you know the, the the gap stays the same as another game gone, or the gap widens. You're in a position now where you've just got to roll a dice and mm. sort of gamble and, mm. uh, and and go for the win, and you know it was a it was a it was a sweet victory on Tuesday because obviously yeah. the game was unsegregated because we were sort of mixed in with the Solihull fans. Mm. Um, so it was a sweet victory. But now, I'm sure, I'm, I'm very positive about Turner. I believe that you know he will not let their, you know, the focus shift. He won't let them get complacent. Mm. You know, playing out slate on Saturday. And these are the, these are the past have been banana skin games, haven't they? You oh, know, yeah. You, you're going to play a team who will fight for the life. Now, they're either going to come and throw everything they've got at us or they're going to come and throw everything they've got behind the ball yeah. and try and frustrate yeah. so but I'm confident that you know Chalmers and Manda sort of keep our focus and just concentrate on what we're doing and match their you know match their the, the will to win because yeah. they're fighting for life but we're fighting for just a, just as big a prize oh yeah season. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So now, shifting focus to Saturday, Ebbsfleet, as you mentioned, struggling. We went to their place early on in the season, 2-0 up, threw it away. 
Um, can I just have your prediction? And I think there'll be quite a big crowd in on Saturday after the positive results, and it'll just keep building. Can I have your prediction for the attendance, please? Um, I'm going to go for just over 4,000. I'll go for 4,000 4, okay. just over. Yeah. And then you're. I, I, I think that's probably because unfortunately there won't be boosted by many away fans, sadly. So no. it's going to come from all of us. But I'm hopeful, yeah, we're going to be going to touch over four. Okay, and then your prediction for the result? Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to be optimistic and go for 3 0. Okay. I'm going to go for that because we've seen a couple of 2 0 wins at home. And hopefully, if we can get a goal against them, you know, change their outlook. You know, there could be a chance for us to get a few goals here. And we, you know, show the intent. So hopefully, yeah. if we get a get a three 0 win, that that'd be excellent. You know, if we win the game one 0 so be it. Yeah. I'd like to see a bit, you know, show a bit of intent here and put them to the sword. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on again, Mark, and giving us your expert insight yet again. And uh, hopefully, have you on in the future. I want to get as many of you as possible involved with the podcast in the future so please if you do fancy this don't hesitate to get in touch with the social media pages I'll mention the names later on and thanks again though to Mark for coming on at such short notice now let's look a bit more in depth uh, towards the weekend's game Following on from 8th place finish last campaign, Ebsleet have struggled on and off the pitch and currently sit in 22nd position in the National League and as it stands they are currently 5 points off safety. Out of the last 5 games they have also suffered 3 defeats. Goziogwu is the fleet's top scorer as he has found the back of the net 10 times this season after signing permanently in the summer following on from a successful loan spell at the end of last season. The last meeting between these two sides came back in November where Pools threw away a 2-0 lead in the second half to come up with just a point from Stonebridge Road. Gavin Uland struck twice in the first half to give Pools a lead before blazing an effort over the bar early in the second half to miss out on the chance to grab his hat-trick and potentially kill the game there and then. We have never beaten them before in a competitive fixture. Could Saturday be the first win? Massive favourites going into the game, as you would expect, on recent form. And in terms of team news, it looks as if Dave Chaloner may be forced into replacing Macaulay Southern Hales as a concussion protocol after he was knocked out in the game at Solihull Moors on Tuesday night. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, um, more of a preview looking ahead to Saturday. Keep following the media channels as I look to get as many of you involved as possible. Hopefully another crucial win on Saturday as we continue to build momentum and push for those playoff spots come the 25th of April. Follow the pages on HUFC Chat on Twitter and Hartlepool United News on Facebook. Thanks again for listening and keep the faith, never say die. Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.